0: 2 Samuel chapter 13 in your Bible, Second Samuel chapter 13, and we've been in this series of what does God say about relationships, and so far we've gotten through two different messages on relationships, of the importance of relationships, and what a good friend in a relationship should be, and this morning we're going to be talking about the power of of a friend. When it comes to relationships, the power of a friend. Before we jump into that, though, I do want to say it was good to see uh, Miss Julia here uh, all the way from South Carolina. She's uh, on her spring break uh, this week, and it's good to have her uh, with us. And I'm trying to see if there's any other college students that were, uh, that are here uh, from there, but I know Raul was in our first service, and it's good to see Jules this morning as well. So Second Samuel chapter number 13, and we're going to be reading from verse 1 all the way down to verse number 5, verse number 1 down to verse number 5, and I, I want you to notice what it says. It says, And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar. And Abnon, the son of David, loved her. And Abnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and thought it hard for him to do anything to her. But Abnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimeiah, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. And he said unto him, Why art thou, being the king's son, lean from day to day? Wilt thou not tell me? And Abnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said unto him, lay thee down on thy bed and make thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to see thee, say unto him, I pray thee, let my sister Tamar come and give me meat and dress the meat in my sight that I may see it and eat it at her hand. This is a story here in Second Samuel of David's children. At this point in David's life, he's already committed adultery. He's already murdered someone. At this point in David's life, he had fallen away from God, and God in His grace forgave David. And, and David in Psalm 51 describes what that forgiveness feels like and what that forgiveness is. But yet, in our decisions of life, there are always Consequences. Though David had been forgiven for what he had done, there were consequences for that sin. There were things that were going to happen as a result of that wrong decision that he had made. And in 2 Samuel chapter 13, we start to begin to see some of those consequences. And the first one is happening with his own children, with one of them named Amnon. And then there's a nephew named Jonadab, and then there's... Absalom, his other son, and Tamar, his daughter. Now, Absalom and Tamar were brother and sister, full blooded uh, brother and sister. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. But Amnon was half brother of Absalom and half brother of Tamar. In other words, David was both their fathers, but they had different moms. And uh, that was for the reason of uh, in those days you would marry to kind of unite kingdoms and make alliances. And so. Absalom's mom was a queen of another kingdom, and so she married David to make an alliance there, and David's son Amnon was from another uh, woman that David had married prior, and so Amnon is his oldest. It's his firstborn, and so this story is a a really tragic story. It's a story of how Amnon raped his half-sister Tamar. And you can read it from verse number 1 all the way verse down to verse number 20. And, and it's just a tragic story, the way that he lures her into uh, his place of, uh, of his house and how he uh, deceives her about feeling sick. And then he commands all his servants to get out of his house. And knowing that it was just him and her in the house, he proceeds to rape her. Tragic story. But within this story, there's this this figure that comes in by the name of Jonadab and in verse number 3 it says Jonadab who was Abnon's cousin was also his friend and it's and it's amazing what Jonadab did and what his part to play in this whole tragic story was because there's only really two verses that mention Jonadab but you see it was Jonadab's plan it was it was Jonadab's idea that he gave to Amnon, do this so you can get what you want. Intertwined in this tragic story, we find the power of a friend. Now let me just say as we get started this morning, that when it comes to friendships, not everyone should be your friend. I'll say that again. When it comes to friendships, not everyone should be your friend. Now let me just say, with that, that doesn't mean, and I don't want you to misunderstand me, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be friendly with everyone. Okay? You can be friendly and we ought to be friendly to everyone. You ought to have good manners and you ought to be kind to one another. That's something that the Bible commands us as God's children. But it's one thing to be friendly with people and it's another thing to have them be your friends. You see, When it comes to friendships, you ought to be picky. You ought not to be just, oh, anybody can be my friend. No, not anyone can be my friend. The reason being is this. The reason that you have to be picky when it comes to your friends is that you give friends power in your life. That's why you got to be careful with who your friends are. Because when you make that person your friend, you're giving them power. Power over you. That's why not everyone should be your friend. And when you pick your friends, choose wisely. Because in doing that, you give power. You know, it, it kind of makes me think about uh, this woodsman that, that uh, used to cut down trees. And, and he had this axe. And he would go and he would cut down about two or three trees uh, in a day. And, and he, was, you know, he was a pretty strong guy. And, and he could do that uh, with his axe pretty easily. Well, one day, a salesman comes by to, to where his tree farm was at, and, and uh, he started telling him about this power saw. And he said, listen, if you're doing like three or four a day with this power saw, you can be able to do 50 a day. I mean, you're, you're, you're strong enough. I mean, this, this thing, it's going to change radically your, your job and what you do, and it's going to make it so much easier. And the guy was sold. He said, I like it. Let's do it. So he buys the power saw. Well, the salesman goes back to the store, and a few days later, the guy that he sold the power saw to comes in, and he said, this is a piece of junk. He said, with my ax, I could get four or five trees done in a day, but with this thing, I didn't even get one done. The salesman was a little bit puzzled. He was like, how how can that be? He said, well, can you go ahead and bring the power saw in if you could? And so the guy brings in the power saw, and, and the salesman's looking at it and sees the cord, and he... Pulls on the cord and it turns on. And the woodsman says, man, what is that loud noise? The guy said, you mean you didn't turn it on to cut the trees? He said, no, I didn't know you just pull the cord and turn it on. He said, see, that's the problem. That's why you couldn't do more than even one in a day. And, you know, I say that story because when it comes to friends, sometimes it's like that with us. We get all these people that are our friends and we don't even know the power we just gave them. Some people have friends and you don't even know what you've done in making that person your friend. That's why it's so important as you think about relationships in your life, as you think about friendships in your life, it's so important for you and I to be picky, to make sure that the person that we're giving our friendship to is someone that we're okay having power over us. Someone that we're willing to give power to in our life. So this morning, in this tragic story, we're just going to focus on that friendship. The friendship of Amnon and Jonadab and, and why that was such a toxic friendship for Amnon. Now, I'm not saying that what Amnon did was Jonadab's fault. It wasn't. Amnon made his choice and did what he did. But Jonadab, man, Jonadab gave him the idea. Jonah, Jonah Jonadab was there, that friend that influenced him in the choice that he made. Uh, So this morning we're going to look at two simple truths and then we'll be done. my, My aim is 10 minutes, okay, 10 minutes. That's my aim in this message. I only have two points. It shouldn't be more than 10 minutes. All right, so two simple truths about when it comes to friendships, all right, when it comes to friendships, why you ought to be so picky because of the power. What is the power that you give a friend in your life. I want you to notice, first of all, in your notes, the power to influence your desires. Because friends can influence my desires. In verse number one, we see that Amnon is obsessed with his sister Tamar. And by the way, it's wrong and he knows it. And he's so mad that I want to lie with her, I want to sleep with her, but I know it's wrong and and I can't do it. And he can't bring himself to go and act upon that desire, but he's, he stay, stays there stewing about it in his mind. He knows it's something that's forbidden, and yet he wants it. He knows that God has said, brothers and sisters no longer can have that kind of relationship. You shouldn't even think that way. But here's Amnon, day after day after day, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. It's a wicked desire that he has in his mind, but he's settled on it, and he's thinking about it over and over and over again. And so much, the Bible says that he's vexed. In other words, he can't even get through a day without thinking about it, and he's just, he's depressed because of it. It's like, I I can't believe, I can't go on if I can't have this in my life. And verse 3 says, and then he has a friend, Jonadab. It's important to realize that phrase there because Jonadab sees the mood that Amnon's in. He says, man, why are you so down? What's going on? And he begins to share with Jonadab. Amnon begins to share with Jonadab his desire, the wicked desire that he is, and the mood that he's in. And we find this, that friends begin to affect our moods. They can affect our moods. Jonadab begins to affect Amnon's mood. Now, He was already depressed. He was already vexed because of this wicked desire. But notice what uh, Jonadab begins to do. He begins to ask him, what's the problem? He begins to see what the problem is, and he begins to try to change his mood. He says, hey, it's not a big deal. We can find a way out of this. We can do something about that. You know, friends are powerful in our life because they can affect how our moods are. Now, I'm not saying Once again, it was Jonadab's fault. I'm not saying Jonadab put him in this mood, no, but you know what? A friend can usually help us in changing our moods for the better. Or a friend can help us continue in the same wrong mood in our life, with the same wrong desires in our life. We see that Jonadab comes into Amnon's life. Here's what Amnon wants to do. And listen, as a friend, the first thing he should have said was, dude, you need to forget about that. What are you thinking? Where are you going with that? Bro, you, you know that, that's not even right. That's not even good. Dude. It's, and it's affecting you. You get that, that thought out of your mind. But instead of doing any of that, he begins to work in Amnon's life to, to continue that mood. Oh, that's your desire? Okay, then then maybe, then maybe I can help. And, and, the, and the Bible says that he begins to, to use that. To continue to, to go down that road. Proverbs 27:17 says this: iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. In other words, your friend can affect your mood. You know, we, we learned a couple weeks ago about David and Jonathan. And when David got really down. In his life, Jonathan came and encouraged him and, and, and totally changed his attitude, his outlook, and, and helped him to get out of that. But you see, Jonadab in his friendship with Amnon, and when Amnon's in his wicked desires, you know what Jonadab does? Encourages him to stay in those desires. How to fulfill those desires. That's why we need to be really picky about who our friends are, because we give them the power to influence our desires. And that affects our moods. Now, let me just say this as well when it comes to our friendships. Our friends are either drawing us closer to God or further from Him. Jonadab's counsel was one that the Bible says was subtle. All right. Another translation would be wise and crafty. Now, this Bible, this word is used many times in the Bible, and it was used of Joseph. When he became the second in command, they said he was really wise. It's the same word. So it can be for you know, use of good or use of bad. And here, Jonadab uses that wisdom for something that is unspiritual, earthly, and devilish. And there is a wisdom that's earthly, unspiritual, and devilish. Uh, if you look in James, I put it in your notes, James chapter 3. And if you remember, when we studied through the book of James, we studied these verses. But it said, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. And that is the wisdom that Jonadab has given Amnon. He sees a wicked desire, and instead of confronting and correcting it, he leads him further down that path. He says, let me me tell you how you can get that done. You know, friends in our life, we give them the power to help us either get closer to God or further from Him. Or they will either encourage us to stay on the right path and honor God and glorify God with our life, or they'll start steering us down those wicked desires that we were sharing with them. They'll start giving us uh, counsel and and advice on just keep going where you're going in the wrong direction. Jonadab did not know, but the advice that he was giving Amnon, and Amnon didn't realize the the advice that he was going to follow was going to lead to his death. You see, by the time you get down to verse 22 in the story, you find out that Absalom finds out what happens and Absalom kills Amnon so by following his friend's advice he was following his sentence of death that's the power of a friend that's what we ought to be careful who are my friends because the friends in my life have the power to influence me and they're either going to influence me to draw closer to god or to run further away from him and let me just say, as we're thinking about the friends that we have in our life, if they're drawing us closer or taking us further away, can I just ask you, as a friend, are you encouraging others to get closer to God or further from Him? Because friendship's a two-way street. We learned that if we want to have a good friend, we need to be a good friend. We've learned that. But, but here, Jonadab, Amnon's friend supposedly all he has is earthly devilish wisdom and says okay here's your desires here's how you can get them here's how you can fulfill what you you want even though it's wrong even though you know it's wrong I know it's wrong but you just go down this path hey if it makes you happy man that's all that matters can I say by the way that's not all that matters if it makes you happy or if it doesn't make you happy that doesn't matter does it make God happy that's what matters the sooner we learn that in our life, the faster we'll have joy and peace in our life. Uh, we, we think that joy and peace is found in, in, in just the experiences of life or in our own little way of looking at it, but there is no peace there. There is none. Uh, peace is found and joy is found when we get to the point in our life, hey, what God thinks matters. When we can really confess, really, that's the only thing that But here's Jonadab and Amnon. Amnon's saying, yep, that's my friend. Giving him advice. Moving him further away from God. Be choosy with your friends because they have the influence over your desires. But notice, secondly, friends can influence your decisions. So Amnon's getting advice from a friend to enhance his wrong desires, which now leads him to making the wrong decision. See, we must recognize that our friends have influence over us in the decisions that we make. I I want you to notice when you read from verse 3 and then you keep reading that Jonadab's advice fed, fed Amnon to make that wrong decision. It went from, Here's what you should do in this desire to now you should make this decision. You say we got to realize that friends encourage a type of behavior in our life. That, that's why I have found in observing relationships and friendships, I, I've, I've observed that there are some people that are, that are different when, they're, when they have other friends around them. Working with teens for 14 years, I've seen this over and over and over and over again. A teenager can get the wrong friend around them, and suddenly, the choices that they're making, you go, what are you going? What are you doing? And they haven't realized that their friend is encouraging a type of behavior. I can tell you my, my senior year in high school, there was a type of music uh, that I liked. And it was more like the R&B kind of thing. And, and, uh, but I, I remember when I got to my senior year, uh, I, I went to school in, uh, in uh, Tampa, Florida. And, uh, and there at the school, I, I had some friends and, and they really liked rap. I've never been into rap. Like, I just, I grew up, I never, I mean, the Tejano was okay. I was like, yeah, right, country. And, but rap, I just never was attracted. But they were my friends at school. That's what they liked I can tell you right now, the only rap star I've ever heard is a guy named Jaw Rule. Because that's who was big at that time. That's the only album I've ever heard. Say, so, said, Jared, why did you even listen to that album? I'll tell you, because of my friend. Just because my friend. Friends have that power over us. The type of behavior, they're, uh, listen, they're, they're going to want you to do what they're doing. They're going to want you to go in the direction that they're going, act the way they're acting, talk the way they're talking. That's what the power of the friendship has. And we need to realize in our life, listen, whoever I give my friendship to, I'm giving them that power. The power to influence my decisions. The power to encourage me in a type of behavior. Amnon had a wicked desire, and he was going to make a wicked decision and a wrong decision, but Jonadab was there to encourage it. He's saying, that's the type of behavior you want to have? Do it, Amnon. You're the king's son anyway. Hey, hey, didn't your dad do something like that? What happened to him? Nothing. You'll be all right. Your dad just, he did it wrong. He got caught. You and I, we can do it where we won't get caught. And a type of behavior that is accepted led him to his death. Proverbs 27, 9 says, Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel, wise counsel, godly counsel, right? It's something about getting the right kind of friends around us that'll encourage us with the right type of behavior in our life. Uh, In 1996, you might remember this, um, Carrie Strug uh, was a gymnast and uh, Team USA was, was down. They needed, uh, they needed just one vault uh, jump to go right uh, for them to win the gold in the, in the 96 Olympics. And Carrie Shrug was the last competitor for Team USA in, in the gymnastics there. And uh, on the first jump that she made, she, she fell and um, landed wrong and hurt her ankle to a point where it was sprained really bad. If she was going to be disqualified, if she didn't do the second jump, then USA is not going to win the gold. And Carrie says when, when she got to that moment in her life that she looked at her coach and, and her coach said, listen, Carrie, I believe in you. Carrie, I know it's painful, but if you can make this one more jump, we can win the gold. You can take us home. You can, you can bring the, the hero in this story. Carrie, if you'll just go, if you will. Carrie said that though she was in pain, she was crying. It hurt so bad. She said, as long as I didn't look at my ankle, I was going to be okay. She said, I just looked at my coach. And he said, I believe in you and you can do this. And she said, I I walked back to the beginning. And she said, I was hurting so bad, but I was just looking and hearing his words of encouragement. And she said, "I, I begin to run and if you've seen the video, she goes and jumps off the thing, does the, 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 the whatever somersault it is and lands. And that was the landing right there. And she completed it, and USA won the gold. Right after that, moments after she landed, she fell into her coach's arm. Her coach had to carry her off. But she said, I, I could do that because he encouraged me. In that moment, through all the pain, that I could do it. That's what friends do. They encourage you in a type of behavior to to be more than you could be alone. To to go further than you could go alone. That's what a friend does. That's why it's so important to be careful who's your friend. Because just like a friend can encourage you to do something great like her coach did for her, a friend can also take you to do something really stupid. Like rape your sister. That's what Amnon's friend said. That's what Amnon's friend encouraged him to do. And that led to his death. When it comes to friends, you've got to be picky. Because friends encourage a type of behavior. But then I want you to notice, lastly, friends promote a plan of action. <laughs> Jonadab doesn't just simply hear about Amnon's problems and sympathize with him. He doesn't simply identify with him and say that, hey, man, I know how you feel, and and, uh, this got to be rough, and it was more than that. Once you get to verse number five, he's actually giving him a plan of action. Do this, Amnon. Tell your dad this, and then you can have your desires. Friends in our lives are given the power to help us in the direction of life that we're going to take. They have the power to help us make a right plan of action or a wrong plan of action. They help promote a plan that will either take us more into the will of God or further away from the will of God. Now, this is what is important. and This is what we've got to focus on. Our friends can encourage us to live a great purpose, to fill, fulfill God's plan for our life. Our friends can do that. That's why it's good to have friends, because they help you to, to, to be more and do more for God than you could ever do alone. But you've got to be careful because not every friend will do that. Not every person that you meet wants to honor God. Not every person wants to do what is right. That's why God says be careful. In fact, you look in Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse number 6 down to verse 11. Look how serious God takes this of friendship. He says, if thy brother, the son of thy mother, or thy son, or thy daughter, or the wife, that's, that's your wife of thy bosom, or thy friend, which is at thine own soul, entites thee secretly, saying, let us go and serve other gods, which thou hast not known, thou nor thy fathers, namely of the gods of the people which are round about you, nigh unto thee, or far from thee, from the one end of the earth, even unto the other end of the earth. Thou shalt not consent unto them, nor hearken unto them neither shall thine eye pity them, neither shalt thou spare, neither shalt thou conceal him, but thou shalt surely kill him. Thine hand shall be first upon him to put him to death, and afterwards the hand of all the people. And thou shalt stone him with stones that he die, because he hath sought to thrust thee away from the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the hand of Egypt and from the house of bondage. And all Israel shall hear and fear and shall do no more any such wickedness as this is among you. That's how serious God says, watch your friendships. Because as that friend is going to take you away from me, the law said stone him. Now, by the way, we never see an incident like that in all of Israel's history. But yet God says, that's how serious it is. That's how important it is to be picky with your friends. Because you give your friends a lot of power. They influence your desires, and they can influence your decisions. So this morning, look for friends, one, that are going to help you desire more of God, not less of God. And number two, make sure you have friends that are encouraging you to follow after God and have a plan of action to serve God, and not that one that's taking you away from that. Listen, there's a lot of friends with a lot of advice. Oh, you should do this. You should go here. You should go there. Listen, if it's going to take you away from what God says, don't follow it. God said, don't consent to them. In other words, don't agree with them and don't follow them. You get somebody say, says, I don't know why you keep going to that church. Get away from him. Probably not good for you. Oh, I don't know why you're still faithful to your wife. Get away from that friend. Oh, I don't know why you serve your husband like that. Get away from him or from her. They're not encouraging you to love your spouse more. Probably not a friend to you. Don't give them the power to influence a wrong desire or a wrong decision. Comes to friends in life and relationships, God says, be picky. Choose carefully. Stories told of Jackie Robinson as the first black player to play in the major leagues. That one time they're playing in, in Boston, and and people were beriding him, and and uh, the other team was was calling him all kinds of racial slurs and, and cursing at him. And shortstop Pee Wee Reese was on the Yang, uh, on the Brooklyn Dodgers that year, and though he was from the South, he was actually from Kentucky. Knowing that that state was one that had promoted a lot of slavery and wasn't too friendly uh, to black people at that time, Pee Wee Reese, in the middle of the game, when they were all just kind of jeering at uh, Jackie and and making fun of him and, 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 and cursing at him, he left his position at shortstop. And he went to second base, and he just put his arm around him. The story says that when Pee Wee Reese did that, the whole stadium stood silent. Stop the cursing and the swearing and the racial slurs. They could hardly believe that Pee Wee Reese just did that. Jackie Robinson said, It saved my career. He said, I could endure a lot of the racial slurs. That happened every game, he said. But to know that I had a friend, that in front of everyone, who hated me. Someone who was white, the same race as them, that would come over and just put his arm around me. It changed my life and my career. And they made this memorial of that moment. Just a friend. Just someone that was going to be there and have an influence in his life. And I pray to God that we can, we can have friends like that in our life. I pray that we could be a friend like that. Simply say, I want to encourage people with the right desires and the right plan of action. Let's go ahead and pray and we'll be done. Father, thank you so much for your word and your truth. Father, I know it wasn't a deep message this morning, but, oh Father, how important it is to know and understand what friendships can do and who the friends in our life are. I pray that in our life, with the people that we meet, I pray that we wouldn't just be people that will just let anyone be our friend. Oh, may we be picky in choosing friends that are going to encourage us to do what is right, that will help us develop the right kind of desires in our life that'll confront us to make the right decisions in life and not the wrong ones. How we need friends that way, how I need friends that way. Father, I pray that that'd be the decision that we make in our relationships this week. Might be some friends that we need to stop hanging out with because they're really not good friends. They're not really friends at all. And the counsel that they might be giving us might be like Jonadab's counsel that's really leading us to destruction and not to blessing. I pray that you give strength to be able to get away from those friends because it's so hard to do. Give us wisdom to, to know which friends are the right kinds of friends that we need. Who it is that we can entrust that power to. And Father, May we live closer to you as a result of our friends. Help us to be a friend like that. Encouraging others and being a help. Help us this week to live that way. I ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.